Pelvic Posse, and welcome to the Empower Your Pelvis podcast. It's Amanda and Morgan. We have helped thousands of people with pelvic floor issues, and it's totally our jam. Here you can listen to expert interviews encompassing all things related to pelvic health. That is pee, poop, sex, and everything in between. You have a pelvic floor. Yes, you. We all do. And it's time to start talking about issues that may arise, but more importantly, how to improve them. We are so glad you are here to join us. Now let's head into this week's episode of the Empower Your Pelvis podcast. Hey, Pelvic Posse. Welcome to another episode of the Empower Your Pelvis podcast. This is Amanda and Morgan. Today, we want to chat about peeing with sex. It is something that we see here in our clinic daily, I would say, um, multiple times a day. I was going to say, yes. um, All five therapists in the office. Um, A question I even got from a gal yesterday or a statement, I guess, was, you know, I was just told to go have a few drinks before having sex. And I giggled underneath my mask because Morgan, have you been told that question? Yes. That same statement? Absolutely. Because they're like, well, that will help you with the pain. That'll make you ease into it. Yeah. It no. makes you relax. Yeah. Right? No. Or sloppy. Very sloppy. <laughs> or not having it happen yeah. at all. Where's that opening? That's terrible. <laughs> Anyhow. So I know we've kind of chatted a little bit briefly on our history with pain with sex, but this is something I was told back in my early 20s. This would have been 2007, 2008, 2009-ish timeframe was, yeah, same thing. Just go drink a couple glasses of wine. You can ease into it. Things will feel better. And I, it almost makes it feel worse. Absolutely. Um, Yeah. And anticipating that that's not the right way to warm it up. No. Yeah, there's a lot of other things you can do for it. Oh, red wine really yeah. makes things feel more <laughs> No, not at all. We, when people typically come into the office, what are some of your statements that you have for them when they say that? So, I mean, when I, because we hear this more than maybe you guys, if you haven't heard this before, this is something that people tell us all the time that providers are suggesting to them. And one of my first things, because most of the time people are saying, yeah, no, I don't want to do that. Yeah. I tried that. That's not going to work is talking to them about their pelvic floor, how this can, you know, really help in that way, rather than just like, like take a bath, drink a glass of wine. Now, some of those things aren't horrible, but they aren't the only thing to do. There's way more than that. So when people come in, they kind of feel defeated that that didn't work for them. Right. Cause they're like, well, they told me to do it. I did. It didn't work. And now I'm here. And I don't, I don't know if I should be here. Yeah. And so then it's like, no, this is the beginning of it. This is, we're going to go through this together. And there's so many things to make you successful. And that's what we're here to coach you through. And if we continue to have you guys, you know, drink the wine and then, oops, I'm having pain again. You're trying to get that insertion in. you're feeling that discomfort. Next time you come around, it's going to be drinking the wine. You're anticipating it just like you had touched a hot stove. The next time you go to that stove, you're anticipating it to be hot, right? You're like, Ooh, go nice and slow over top of it. Are you feeling the heat? No. Then you touch it and you're still like, I don't know if it's going to be hot. I feel like it was last time. You're constantly, your system is constantly revved up thinking that pain is coming which when it comes to the pelvic floor muscles down there, it just causes them to get even tighter. And when muscle tissues tight, it's more sensitive, right? Right. Like if Morgan's going to be nice and tight in her arms because she's anticipating the shot coming in, right? She's going to be holding nice tension in there. It's going to hurt way more than if she were to just like, Woo, I'm going to breathe. I'm going to pretend I'm on a beach and I'm just going to take it. And she's usually like, Hey, did you even, did I get my vaccine yet? Nope. You did. Great. Okay. Didn't feel it at all. Right. Or whatever. Your muscles hold memory, right? And we talk about that all the time in a 
in a sports uh, mind track and with doing stuff around the house, like, or how many people have said, I didn't even know how I got to work today. My, I, my arm just drove the car. I didn't even think about it. You know, you kind of just like your muscles have memory. Well, they can hold it in a positive or negative way. Right. So if that negative, you know, recognition is always there with intercourse, probably one glass of wine is not going to help that. <laughs> there was an awesome study done a couple of years ago that really looked at you know, positive affirmations and negative affirmations and how our like water molecules moved with that. And since our body's made up of, you know, 70% water, give or take, I thought it was really cool. And we really talk to patients about this too. Like they looked at a water molecule under, um, oh gosh, what is that thing called? A little microscope. Thank you. Microscope. (laughs) And what they did was speak words of positive affirmations, like thank you, angel, you're precious, you're beautiful. And they played classical music. And the water molecules all kind of turn into like a halo shaped or a snowflake, very beautiful pictures. But when they looked at a water molecule, when they gave words of like, I hate you, you're ugly, you're disgusting, I'm frustrated or playing medical, medical, metal music, like heavy metal music, the water molecules all scattered and spread. So it really gave us an idea of what's really happening in the body too, when we are doing self talk to ourselves. And when I know when I'm in pain, I'm way more negative Mm -hmm. and way more frustrated. My thoughts are even more um, on that negative side where if I could, you know, speak words of love and affirmation to my body, I can feel myself just kind of melt and relax. So even going over some of that with our patients has been helpful, you know, journaling, doing some gratitude, um, positive things throughout the day for your friend or yourself, you know, besides just taking a um, hot bath, which is mm-hmm. wonderful too. Don't get me wrong. But a lot of that self-talk throughout the day too can be very helpful. Absolutely. And it's not easy to start some of those habits. You know, it, it's something no. like you need to write it down. You need to set an alarm because these are not natural things for most people. And so for those of you listening, don't think it's like, oh, well then I, I guess I'll just try even though it's it probably will be uncomfortable the first few times you do. It. And it's okay. And even if you have to laugh at yourself, Laughing at yourself is okay. That's a good thing, you know? And it goes back to just bringing, getting out of that negative mindset and bouncing over to the positive. Are you laughing at yourself during sex? Is that what you're talking about? Or like laughing at yourself? That too. Okay. <laughs> I've done that before. Yeah, because you just never know. Sometimes there's sounds that happen. You just feel comfortable with the person, you know? Exactly. So yeah, no, I just think it really being vulnerable with yourself is so important. I mean, this goes with any thing in life, I guess. And that's something that I even have an issue with sometimes is making myself vulnerable in in business and in the bedroom and friendships, whatever it is. And once I've learned to kind of break down some of those walls, it's so much easier to be accepting of your own emotions. Mm -hmm. Okay. So wine, not the biggest answer, not going to change things in the bedroom. Nope. Mindset, making a positive mindset, gratitude, journaling, uh, communication. Communication is huge. Very good, Morgan. Yeah. Talking to your partner, letting them know what's going on. Because I I know for myself, if I'm not open with my husband about my issues, and granted, this has been going on, again, I said 2007, 8, whatever year it was, it's been over a decade that this has happened. But if I, in the beginning, was not speaking to him about the issues, I'm keeping that inside. And what is that doing? It's creating more tension because I am holding on to something that to me made me feel guilty that I was feeling this way. I felt broken. Um, And let alone, you're also feeling the pain of something being inserted inside you. So I already feel broken on the outside and inside, but then you're feeling pain with an activity. That's a lot of tension down there. So being able to be vulnerable with your partner, 
being open can really like let a weight off your chest so that you're able to figure out together as a team, like, okay, well, maybe it's a position thing. Maybe let's change up a position or maybe uh, what could we do during the week to maybe date each other a little bit more if we can help relax that tension down there? Or how can we work on communication or even love languages? Mm-hmm. We have our patients take love language tests. Um, or can you help me do some stretching during the week that we could partner together on that can really help to lengthen the tissue? There's just so many different things within that communication. Absolutely. Field. And one of, so we spoke with a sex uh, specialist a while ago. And one of her things that I don't know, it's always stuck with me ever since we chatted with her was she was like, when you are having penetrative intercourse and it's a female and a male. And if we're talking about this female having pain, you are letting him inside your body. And I'm like, well, duh. Right. But then when I like really thought about it, I was like, yeah, there's a, there's, that's heavy. That's like, really, that's a lot. And you're really trusting that person. And so she was like, if you can't even like hug your partner for 20 seconds a day, why would you think having intercourse would be a good idea if you're not ready for it? I'm like, Touche. I love it because those are things that simple practices. And now I make my husband hug me and hold me <laughs> for 20 really? seconds. Yeah, yeah. Baby. Or my dog, you know, if my husband doesn't want to, then my dog. But it, I mean, just something like, I think most people, we don't think of it in that way. You know, it's like, well, we just do what we do. We put our head down, we go to work, we take care of the kids, we do things around the house, you know, and, and then we're like, well, we better have sex. It's, you know, blah, blah, blah. This is a part of our relationship. But if things aren't going well, you need to take a step back and look at what's going on in your daily life too. Absolutely. And then stretching seems to be another one that a lot of our patients, when they come in, like you can just see their demeanor. You can almost pinpoint without even looking on the referral or their intake form, how they're sitting in the clinic, what kind of patient they're going to be. Yes. Um, Anybody, I shouldn't say anybody, but a lot of times patients are crossing their legs. Mm -hmm. They're rolled forward, kind of tucked forward. So they've got tension stuck in their belly, tension stuck in their pelvic floor and abdomen. And they're like this tiny little ball that's scrunched up versus somebody who's nice and open. Well, if we're going to be cinched down this way, we're going to have a lot of decreased blood flow and circulation, which can create more tension. So really thinking about walking them through, like, what are you doing during the day to help with mobility? Yep. If we're sitting, which is like a lot of anybody in the past, you know, 18 months due to COVID 2020, a lot of people are sitting at home on computers. How can we switch up that mobility from a tucked pelvis, tucked bum position into a different one? Or how can we take breaks during the day when you get up to go pee? Can we squat it down for a little bit? Um, Can we go for more walks maybe on our lunch breaks? Mm Because maybe now we have lunch breaks. Um, There's lots of variety there. Or it might just be stretching when you wake up in the morning and adding a few stretches before you go to bed to really open and lengthen it. And then prepping our tissue. Yeah. Definitely prepping our tissue for that person to be welcomed into our body or that object to be welcomed into our body with that intimacy, being comfortable, letting that reset that nervous system so that things really feel good when things are being um, welcomed in. Absolutely. And I mean, these are all breaking them down. Not all of these may be uh, categories that you need to work on, but maybe there's one you're like, oh yeah, that's it. The communication piece is not there. No, actually I communicate really well with myself, well with my partner. Maybe it's the stretching. So learning where maybe you kind of have more of like the the symptoms or whatever's going on and focusing more on those areas. So if, if this sounds like you, if you're feeling, you know, pain with intimacy, struggling with having orgasm, Drives the Sahara Desert down there. Um, yeah, all of those things and know, more. <laughs> we would love to have you join our Spark It Up in the Bedroom Challenge. We're having this go live. I'm blanking on the date. September 27th. Good Lord. Thank you so much. Monday, September 27th. Please join us. You um, 
definitely go to our website or hit the link in the show notes and we would love to have you. And then we're going to go live for five days. Yes. Five days with Morgan and I is a lot of fun. <laughs> a lot of, we promise. <laughs> a lot of energy. Um, it is think, think about it being like five weeks and five days. Okay. Yeah. So you're getting a lot of information in five days. They're recorded. So you can hop on with us. What we loved last time when we did this back in June, Mm -hmm. July, July, Mm -hmm. July, um, the partners got to come on with them. It was was awesome. It was huge. So then you could really communicate with Morgan and I on, you know, what difficulties are you guys having? How can we help you work through that as we're going through our videos and you're asking questions with us. Yes. Yes. What's this like? freaking amazing. Our VIP members get even more of us to ask questions 24 seven. We love it yes. because it's all day, every day where we're, you know, answering your questions, helping you decipher which puzzle piece to put in where, or um, what might be the first piece to work on. So we don't get overwhelmed and not do anything. Yes. And I mean, and everybody's story is different. So you guys are all coming from different backgrounds and experiences when it comes to anything in the bedroom. And so that's something that we're specialists at. We see this all day, every day in the clinic. We work with people virtually with it. Um, And so it's truly a passion because we've also struggled this as well personally. Yep. Too many times to count. Yes. All right, guys. Well, thank you for joining us on this week's episode to talking about pain with sex, pelvic pain, and can't wait to see you next week. Thanks, guys. Bye. Hey, Pelvic Posse, we want to thank you so much for joining us for today's episode of the Empower Your Pelvis podcast. Can we ask you a couple of favors, please? Number one, can you like and subscribe to this podcast so that you will continue to empower your pelvis forever so that you will never miss out? Number two, can you leave us a rating and a review? Tell them how amazing we are and everything that you have learned about your pelvic health. And then number three, if you haven't seen the video version to this podcast, you can go over to youtube.com forward slash C forward slash empower your pelvis for all of our visual learners out there. We have all types of great visuals in there for you to not only listen to, but to watch. Thanks so much again and make sure to give your pelvis some love. Until next time, peace peace out, out pelvic posse. posse.